Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Level 99. I'm your host, Pete, podcast about all things tech-related. DevOps, cloud, Linux, you name it. Say thank you to all of you who have been tuning in, listening, sharing the podcast. I appreciate the love and the support. It means a great deal to me. It, it, it really does. Like I'm very humbled, and I just can't appreciate and thank all of you enough. And I will say, if there's anything that I will ask of you all again, is if you could please share it out to your colleagues, friends, family, whoever you think that would be able to benefit, enjoy it. Uh, I would appreciate you all to share it out and, you know, spread the love. And those of you who are listening or have been listening for a while, if you don't mind giving me five stars on either Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on, I would very much greatly appreciate that as well. So a few things have actually changed since the last episode. I'm not sure if you all can hear the difference. I, I hope you can. I think I do, at least. I actually have invested into a new mic. Uh, I got rid of that old uh, mic that I originally bought for the podcast because I didn't really know how or what. I was how long this was going to go for um, seeing how much it has grown. I decided to invest some into the equipment, into what I actually use for what it's worth. Uh, this is not sponsored by them. I just did my own research and bought it. I got a HyperX mic, HyperX Quad S uh, to be exact. It was actually on target for sale. And I decided, fuck it. Why not? Let's just see if it's if it's worth the hype, right? Uh, didn't want to get a Yeti. Didn't really enjoy it. So those of you who are into podcasting or whatever, don't think you need to kind of dive in and spend a lot of money to start off with. That's really not the case. I've been seeing a lot of people on Reddit now and in the past who've been really just shelling out a lot of money to start off with. And I don't really agree with that mindset. I think you should just get your feet wet and then slowly upgrade so that we keep your costs low. I actually have uh, switched my website hosting um, platform as well from AWS to a different website. Uh, AWS, as great as it is, it was starting to add up in cost for, for something that is just there as a it's not like it's like an e-commerce website where I'm, I'm gaining revenue off of that thing, right? It's just more for p- helping people find me, help uh, you all to have something to listen to if you don't have access to Apple or Spotify or whatever podcast uh, hosting platform you all use to listen to podcasts. It's, it's kind of just as a, a, a catch-all scenario. The, the way I had designed it was with a lot of security and infrastructure set in mind. And the cost that was actually adding up to be around eleven fifty a month. That's not including the domain name. So the domain name is about a dollar a month. So really twelve to twelve fifty a month. So that does start adding up. Uh, some of you might be thinking, "Oh, that's not really like that big of a deal. It's not that like expensive." Yeah, but why waste like a lot of money on something that? You know, you're not really that you can be using that money towards something else, right? So the, the total cost of just having a simple website off of Amazon was 144. Since then, I've actually switched over to Hostinger. It's not sponsored. 
but they have the cheapest uh, hosting platform. So there's some pros and cons to this. Amazon, you have full control of your entire platform, right? Your data, everything is under your control, like everything. You you control down to like which regions can get your access your website, um, how you're going to route it, everything. You control everything through and through. Hosting, on the other hand, is a shared hosting website. So because it's shared, it's a lot cheaper. All in all, I'm paying, I think, $44 for a year, whereas before I was spending $144, that's $100 in savings, right? So the way I saw it, the 100 bucks that I'm saving, I can reinvest into a dope-ass mic. There's always options out there and definitely play around. If you have your own side gig, your own hosting website, I guess it comes down to what is important to you and how you want to manage that data. So for me, I did start off with Amazon just because that was my skill set. But the cost of it, I was starting to feel like, eh, maybe I should check out the different options. But if you are the type of person that, is very similar to me and you want full control of everything, by all means, start off with Amazon, see if it meets your needs, uh, and then go from there. Hostinger, on the other hand, provides a lot of services out of the box, right? So it auto enables the SSL search for you. Amazon does do that, but there is a few steps you have to take in between. And at least with when it comes to like when using a static website off of Amazon with uh, CloudFront at Edge, you automatically have really good performance right out of the box. Like it's very good and it's not that hard to set up, right? It's like a few clicks, boom, you're good to go. However, with Hostinger, I don't know how many of you were actually on the website over the last uh, week or so when I was actually doing that transition. Hostinger by default does not provide quality of speeds. It is by default quite garbage, right? It is trash. It is horrible. It's not great at all, but the one thing that they do excel at is providing documentation and information. They actually tell you that if you want to speed up your website, create an account with Cloudflare and you'd be routing your um, your website through them. So pretty much think about if you are a cloud person, think about uh, Cloudflare acting as a, a CloudFront. Your hosting your site is the source, right? And all the edge locations will be distributed through Cloudflare, if you think about it that way. It's not bad. It did take a few, I will admit, I think it took me maybe one or two hours just to go through the entire, because I've never had a Cloudflare website. So it took me a little while to go through all of the settings, all the configuration options available to me, tink, uh, tinkering with it, enabling, disabling, checking the performance down to where I think it's actually very usable and feasible. Now, I will state that Cloudflare does offer a free tier, right? Something you don't have to pay for. That's what I am using now. And the performance after uh, integrating the two together is equivalent to uh, what Amazon was providing me. I guess to summarize what I just stated is to say that pay less and do a little bit more work and a little bit more elbow grease to get it to where it should be, or you kind of pay a little bit more of a slight premium and have everything in-house and at your fingertips and ready to go. For me, I decided to try it out and see how it goes. And actually, 
those of you or have been or have not visited the website during this entire transaction transition i should say sorry i decided to refresh the website right so if you go in it's a whole new website it actually kind of looks pretty cool kind of proud of it uh i did not create this website uh from scratch at all i am a big fan of open source services and software this uh the template was actually a open source template from who was it by uh style shout they provided the template i you know took it apart made it to the way that i like it and it's actually kind of cool i really i really enjoy it there was a lot more to it but i just you know trimmed it down to where it's fit my needs the cover art actually big shout out i used fiverr i forgot who i used exactly um kind of embarrassing but he killed it right i was looking for that synth wave kind of cover art that goes with the flow of the theme of the podcast and the dude blew me away right like it is awesome i love that synth wave style of the cover art kind of ties everything together um let me know what you all think right do you like it do you dislike it uh, what are your thoughts on it i kind of like the single page format of the website and i really dig the the, the cover art too so let me know but overall, um, if you would ask me, should you go straight to a shared hosting service like Hostinger or another alternative, or go straight to a cloud provider that you can have everything to you? So it could be either Amazon, Azure, or Google, or whatever. It could be what, Blue Ocean? I think that's another one. Honestly, I would say start off with a cheap one. Shocking, right? Uh, not kind of, I know what I said earlier about what's important to you, but in all honesty, if you are just using it as a blogging site, then it might make sense for you to have a shared hosting service like hosting or, or other alternatives similar due to the fact that the cost is so low. It's not that bad. Been quite stable since what I migrated over about two weeks. I've had fellow colleagues just check it for me across like places in the US that they're at. They haven't had no issues with it. And I think it does offer you another feature similar. I think if you're going to be doing e-commerce, I believe there might be a add-on or plugin for that. So if you do e-commerce on, let's say Azure and whatnot, then that is something additional that you would need to look into, whether it's a plugin, maybe or some other feature that you need to enable it. Because you don't necessarily want to get in that world of designing those that infrastructure on your own because then you will be fully liable for the data loss or anything that may or may not happen right shit's scary these days but you want to think about it of that nature because right now if you let someone else manage like let's say e-commerce site for you it could be like shopify whatever technically whatever happens they are at fault not you because they own that know the code the, the infrastructure and all that jazz but if it's something as similar as just a you know a blogging site well you know again i would go for the cheaper one that is my suggestion for you but if you are very adamant about having full control down to the letter go with uh amazon go with uh, azure google whatever check them out see what their free tier services are what their their pricing tiers are and then go from there. I can only just give you from my insight and my suggestion. And if you did actually choose to go with Hostinger or other similar services to that, 
uh, I think because of the time of the year we are now, because because we're very close to you know, what Black Friday and all those holiday deals and sales, I've been seeing a lot of promotions popping up uh, for similar services. So you might be able to get in on that if that is something of interest to you. But definitely remember, you would need to set up a Cloudflare account and things of that nature to help boost and speed up your, your website. A final tip of suggestion is don't buy your domain names through these hosting services because they will charge you, I think it's $12 a year where I actually just learned something I, I'm shocked that I didn't know about and I'm a little like ashamed, but if you buy it directly from Cloudflare, they provide you those uh, domain names at cost. So they charge you what they are being charged. So I think it's $9 or whatever. So again, a few dollar difference, it doesn't break the bank. But if you are starting from scratch or starting from new, well, every penny does kind of count. That's just me. One other thing that I should state is that ease of use. So if you don't have a lot of cloud experience or you also don't want to dig into it and learn, then I would suggest that a shared service such as Hostinger or other services similar will be a lot easier for you to use because there's not much of a learning curve. Everything is very easy, simple for you to use. Um, if you're bringing in your own uh, website template or whatever, it is very easy to get started within minutes. Whereas cloud service providers such as Azure, Google, Amazon, whatever, they are a bit more complex and do take a lot more time to set up and making sure you set it up correctly. That is quite the key word. So if you are doing this as a learning opportunity, by all means, I think the cloud side of things is your way to go. But if you are using this as something you just want to set and forget it, and then a shared service is your way to go. Oh, and actually, if any of you are going to be in reInvent 2022, let me know. Reach out to me. Maybe we can catch up, grab a drink or something, because I will be attending reInvent 2022 this year. And those of you who are going, would love to meet up with you and talk shop. So as always, much love. Appreciate the support. Until next time. Take care.